Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hey there, this is Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to discuss two recent examples of some of the clever marketing that is pervasive in the financial services industry. And I came across these on the same day. In fact, one was a brochure sent to me for one of my clients. And it's about a product, a real estate investment product, which in and of itself is fine. Real estate can be a good way to invest for sure. But this thing was filled with just a lot of jargon, terms like best-in-class, multi-manager approach, multi-sector, institutional, interval fund. I hadn't come across that one before. The following phrase, strategic combination of best-in-class institutional, both private and public. That was just one sentence alone that was a part of this brochure. And then as I flipped through the brochure, I saw the impressive page with all the various different firms that were a part of this investment product. And I remember those days when we would roll out products when I was in the financial services system and try to have as many different firms, mutual fund companies, and investment consulting firms that would impress upon the the client that everyone's on board. In fact, they had some of the largest pension funds were doing this too. But as I read through this, I got to the fine print and there's limited liquidity on this product, meaning it's hard can be hard to get out just on a quarterly basis. And they showed the history of the offerings and their ability to get funds out. And by and large, I think most of the opportunities that came across, they could get the funds out, but there were five cases where they weren't able to satisfy those. Here's the question though. You do have investment options. And this is why we believe in indexing. Will this approach outperform the broad markets? Maybe it will. But keep in mind with what I just read to you, that you have the fund manager costs. They're not working for free and the brokerage firm that is distributing this product. And those costs together are going to get to be expensive. This is not going to be an inexpensive product. So I think it's going to be difficult for this kind of product to outperform the general markets. Here was the second example. I happened to see a presentation, a video presentation, in answer to some questions uh, from one of my clients by a financial advisor. First of all, they advertise their firm has a holistic advisory firm. Really? Holistic? Maybe we should be extra holistic here. We just do more stuff. We're more holistic. Anyways, looking past that, as I watched the video, one of the things that the advisor said, because the client had asked about the fees was, well, I'm glad you asked about these. (laughs) Right, you are. (laughs) They were hoping the client was never really going to ask what these fees are. And that's why they hadn't brought brought them up yet. But here's the really maddening part as I watched this video, and I really got angry about this is his overview of the investment that was going to be used, which is a fixed index um, investment product, uh, relative to the cost. And his comment was, all the money that is invested goes directly into the account. No fees are taken initially. That is true. Went on to say that the fees come from the marketing budget of the insurance company that provides the product. Well, that's true too. But where do, insert your profanity here, where do 
does their revenue come from to pay the marketing budget? Well, it comes from everyone that buys these products. He did go on to explain that there is a surrender charge on this contract so that they can recoup their fees. Well, that means that the client is paying them inside the contract. So they take the fees out of the account on an ongoing basis to pay the huge commission that the client just received. And I did the math. For this case, this was not a multi-million dollar case by any stretch. It was about $42,000 what they were going to make on this. This is a huge payday for these advisors or advisor. And in the course of the presentation, he actually had the gall to use the word fiduciary. This is why we're some references, why we're fiduciaries or something like that. Well, the reason he can get away with saying that is because for a portion of the funds, they were going to manage those in an AUM model. But for the rest of the stuff, now just throw it in this massive commission-based product. So there you go. Not that necessarily you need more examples of this, but just a couple that I came across on one day about how clever the financial services industry can be in marketing products that I think are less than worthy. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 